welcome to Blind Guys Chat, where this guy, Oren O'Neill. Hello. And this guy, Jan Bloom. Hello. And this guy, Stuart Lawler. Hello. Talk about the A to Z of life. Well, hello, and you are very welcome to episode number 28 of Blind Guys Chat. Thank you so much for listening to us, and thank you so much for all your reactions of episode 27. I think there was a few emails saying that basically you guys are doing nothing around the house, so yeah. I'm sure you're, well, you're both improving yeah. after the after your, your good oh, yeah. lady wives yeah. were on the show. Yeah. I'm slipping in my own sweat here out of, <laughs> out of and the earning I'm doing these days. Yeah, proper but, uh, but but absolutely, it, it it was a nice interview. It was really good. It was. A, it was. Yeah, it yeah. was a good episode. It was yeah. lovely. And, and, and to listen to it again. I think we said it on the last podcast, but I was saying it to someone actually uh, the other day. It was like it was like the three of them were sitting down having a few glasses. Yeah, and just very. Chilling. Yeah, it was, was really. Good. Were they not doing that? Oh well, was it? Oh, maybe. we didn't hear. You know, I was not even in the house when it was recorded. You know. Oh, that's right. Oh, you yeah. were away. Yeah. Yeah. We will come to. We will touch that later on. But uh, I think, or uh, but uh, no, yeah. it was. Uh, but it was a funny uh, experience. Yes. Well, we really do thank Cloder for doing that interview yeah, with absolute. Chantel Brilliant. and Elaine Gordon. Blind Gordon's wife. Mrs. Blind Gordon. I spoke to uh, to my neighbor today, you know, and he was, uh, yeah, I was, ah, uh, blind guys. Oh, you, I must say, you really have to use this uh, female voice more, you know, because she is so good with this interview. I said, yeah, but, talking but about go Stuart, on. was he? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't, well, I don't know what he's wearing today, but... <laughs> I, I, I put on my skirt tonight, so I just decided to, I, I no, to dress but, up uh, a bit for this But Clauda, she really made a Clauda really, really good uh, yeah, show. We really do appreciate you listening to it. And this week, we're, we're, actually, we're actually all back through the last, what, month and a bit? Mm. Yeah. From various flights and not yeah. holidays, one, two of you are on working... Mm, you were on working holidays. holidays. I well, you were holiday. working as well, Oren, I think. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, well, I was working year. during my holiday, yes. Oh, Wolfman's holiday, they call it. <laughs> Wolfman's holiday, yeah. Uh, so I thought we'd talk about a little bit today about how we got on yeah. with flights and airports. And now that we none of us have flown since the beginning of COVID. Mm. Um, uh, and it's funny, I don't know about you guys, and I was saying this to someone yesterday, it felt like flying was another big step towards getting back to normal, for me anyway. It it did feel that, you know, life is okay again. Um, yeah, but also a little bit double, because yeah, one side you're absolutely right, the other way it was also good that, that we didn't fly so much anymore. Oh yeah. Know? Yeah, we had the uh, uh, with the cli- uh, climate change, etc. So then it was also good uh, that you didn't see those fly uh, airplanes anymore in the air. I think, Jan, it's interesting for and I suppose the line of work that um, we're both involved in. You're going to mm-hmm. a lot of exhibitions. You're showing people technology. Yeah. But actually, I also realized in the last year and a half, we can do a lot of stuff online. And yet yep. there is this nice thing of actually sitting down with people. And even when I was over in the UK, sitting with my colleagues having dinner was just was really nice to yeah, actually be great. with people. Who went first? Jan, you went to Jan went first. You went, you went, to, you, yeah. you went to Warsaw. Yeah, I was to Warsaw also with, uh, with Chef and that was really good. And it felt like normal again. 
And um, the only difference was that you need to prepare a lot of documents, uh, the person allocator form, you know, yeah. what, what you mm. need to fill in. And that was a little bit tricky, but, but doable with uh, the screen reader. And then, so, so, so I was prepared. Also, I had my app um, uh, installed, you know, with your um, vaccination, with your, Q, your, your QR digital, code, uh, etc. And that and the funny thing in the airport um, and at Schiphol nothing really was different. But in Warsaw, people were or there was one guy asking for the for the um, uh, for to look at my uh, um, yeah QR code. So you weren't asked for that in Schiphol. No. Well, <laughs> no. Probably right. it was uh, by paper or or you could not really have gotten your ticket properly. But but I I was not asked. No, and I wasn't asked either when I was flying out um, of Dublin and uh, I flew to Birmingham. But actually, one of the things I did notice was I arrived at the airport. My flight was at 7 a.m. And they they were sort of saying, oh, you know, we should arrive a bit earlier for the security and all that. So yeah. I, arrived, I arrived, I arrived at five in the morning oh. and I went um, to the special assistance desk and there was a lady there and there seemed to be a lot of people hanging around. And she said to me, just take a seat. It will be about 40 minutes. And it was at least it was probably more like 50 and when the guy did come, we were chatting. He brought me through. We still had loads of time. Very nice guy. But he was telling me they just can't get staff. They're, mm, they're very really? short staff. They cannot yeah. get people back after COVID. And you hear yeah. this again and again. Ah. But other than that, same as you, Jan, the experience was very same. No one asked yeah. for anything. And similar thing, I had the passenger um, locator form for coming back into Ireland. That has some certain accessibility challenges, which have been made. Yeah, you were saying back. this, Stuart. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's not the most ones. accessible uh, document. No, well, I would say it's something you should be able to fill out in five or six minutes. It took me about 40. Now, I'd probably do it a bit really? quicker next time. But and I'm traveling again for work mm. at the end of this week. But um, yeah, coming going into the UK it was nothing no one looked for anything yeah. okay um, it was it was amazing but i would generally say other than obviously you have to uh, wear your mask in the airport wear your mask on the plane that is true that is the pain in the ass again mm. you know I, I didn't like that so much well, you need to this. drink a lot in the uh, in the aircraft you know yeah we did that as well we yeah. did yeah, that you have deliberately to. we ordered yeah. some food uh, yeah. pre-ordered food just so we could take the masks Absolutely. off for yeah. a few minutes yeah yeah and I, I think i'd advise that to anybody even though it is a bit of a rip-off pain you know i can't remember what it is for 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 a sandwich and a, and a cup of coffee or whatever but uh you're right just I think to take it off is the worse mask just just to take off the mask mm -hmm. for those yeah. few minutes um yeah. and our flight i mean we had a different experience to you Stuart, in, in terms of the ocs uh, we didn't have to wait that much at all okay uh, oh, no, we, were, we were flying midday hmm. uh and we didn't have to the, okay. the wait wasn't as long at all uh, hmm. but the flight was full and that to a, yeah to a certain extent that kind of freaked me out a little bit yeah your yeah. flight was uh what, what were you two, 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 two hours two yeah, hours yeah mine is yeah, and you're uh, one, same, one hour 45 minutes well, see, i was i only had 45 yeah. minutes yeah. to birmingham yeah. so, yeah. so but if yeah. you're going by taxi you you know you've got to put your your mask on in the taxi then yes. you get to the airport you've got to leave yeah. your mask on oh. and then you're going all the way through all and way then you're through, going yeah. onto your plane and then by the time you get out hmm. you know it's a good you know four or yeah. five hours at least i'd say that's true but but you know i think this is going to be the future for for the foreseeable future this is going to be how we travel you know we, we will have masks yeah do you yeah. think that that we have to do this uh for long still because some people here think that it will be gone uh, after a couple of weeks but, um so uh, no, i heard I something so. that luke o'neill our friend talking on the radio here uh, uh last week the week before and he was sort of saying that next late spring of next year could be you know things could be looking 
pretty much back to normal now. I mean, he late he spring, being, yeah, next so year, by, by, by oh. Easter twenty twenty two, maybe. Oh. Being, being very careful, I suppose, not to set too much in terms of what we might expect. But the the at least some of the theories are that the variants are slowing and are not, and they're likely to just, I guess, to to become less. Um, um, virulent, is that the word? And become more like the common cold. So ah. we might be coming to a, you know, a new part of COVID where, yes, we're still living with it, but it's not as problematic for society, which, you know, look, you'd love to look ahead, wouldn't you, in six months and say, what would it be like? Yeah. And how did you, how did you guys find when you got to Warsaw and you got to Birmingham on the other side, uh, were people wearing masks? Were they social distancing? What was the, did you find any differences in the countries that you were flying into? Uh, so in the UK, and it's funny, one of my colleagues who was on the stand with me, who um, who was from Scotland, because they're, you know, they're much more, I think they're much more cautious in Scotland than they are in, in England. Mm. And he said to me at the exhibition we were at, he said, most people at this exhibition who I can see are not wearing masks. And we were all masked on the stand. And I, I would certainly not be comfortable not wearing wow. a mask with that many really? people. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. And in so. Warsaw is is I think also the same. It is not, well, people were we- wearing masks at the exhibition in a way, but not everyone. And 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 by entering this uh, conference center, they were measuring the your body temperature, uh, but that was oh. very, yeah, I must say, uh, clumsy in a way because they were holding up these thermometers, you know, um, mm. uh, close to you, and then oh. 34 this and uh, but i don't know you know how can and, and there were no Rocker social distancing and no no yeah. social distancing etc mm, but so yeah. there was and in the exhibition itself it was also not also in the theater you know when there was the, the there were playing um central ses- sessions etc they were normal you know there was not non-existing but and those exhibitions are busy yeah aren't they because you know like, yeah 1200 people. people yeah yeah wow yeah, yeah. How did you feel about that, Yeah, I thought that it was a little bit strange, but in the yeah. end, it felt normal, you know? That, that it was a little bit annoying that I was wearing my mask, you know? Uh, yeah. That I felt a little bit, hey, what is this uh, for a stupid... But then uh, the same like Stuart, you feel comfortable with yeah. it. Yeah. And it is somehow also strange that you... Um, everyone is touching devices etc yeah. there is no handshaking anymore you know that is that is mm. quite common we were very conscious i know on the stand to you know like wipe down the devices so if someone picks up a braille display you would almost forget and take it and, yeah oh god it's so and, natural you know do you have wipes you know so i suppose it's just it's a new way of living a new way you know we haven't been to exhibitions until you know this is the first time for a lot of people and suddenly it's very different yeah but um Oren, we, we we have to ask you because I know you went on a holiday. I think it was, in general, a very nice holiday, but it had it a was. not so nice ending. A friend of mine rates a restaurant by how good the uh, chips are, or the French fries, as you know them, yeah. Whereas I rate a good holiday yeah, yeah, yeah. by how good the hospital is. And I had a little episode in oh. uh, in Porto, uh, the, and it always seems to be, it's happened twice, and it seems to be on the last day, in the middle of the night, and uh, something crops up. So I was in a bit of pain on, uh, we were flying back on a, on a Friday, and on a Thursday night, I felt pretty, pretty, in pretty bad shape. I had quite severe pain uh, around the, the kidney area, um, and I tried oh. to persevere, and I let my darling wife sleep on, 
through the night, which was okay. But at about five o'clock in the morning, I said, I can't do this anymore, I think. So I woke Clodagh and said, I think we need to go to a hospital or go get a doctor. Clodagh ran, ran down to reception and they came back a couple of minutes later to say, it'd be about a four hour wait. Four hours? So Clodagh sure. said, I think wow. we'll go to a hospital. Um, in, a, in a big yeah. city. In a big, like city, in a big city, yeah. City. They oh, must have been very busy. Oh, but I have to say, yeah. the the uh, the facilities in the hospital we went to, there's lots of private hospitals in around the Porto area uh, because most people have uh, health insurance and there was no wait mm. whatsoever. And they pumped me full of morphine and other things. And all I could think about was, will I make the flight? All I want to do is make the flight home. Um, mm. And the pain subsided. At about, uh, I don't know, about eight or nine o'clock, and we managed to get home. And what was the flight time then? Uh, when, when, because you were at the hospital then yeah, in the early morning? When, we when did flew you fly out, out at 12. We got a taxi back quickly to the hotel. And then there was a oh. kind of a little bit of a commotion in the air, in the, in the hotel. <laughs> Because people thought I'd had a heart attack, and the and oh, the guy no. who had um, helped in the in the early part of the morning had kind of stayed on. And when we came back, he he came rushing to Claude and went false alarm. Oh, <laughs> false alarm. And what was it? What was it like for you going through the like? Did you feel dazed going through the airport? Was it? Was it like I was fairly out of it to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. I mean, I was fine. Okay. I was coherent. But uh, as Claude kept saying to me, I should probably tell you later on. I was a little bit floopy. There's a lot to be said for class A drugs. Restoring. What was Porto or what? I mean, what was Portugal yeah. like in terms of social distancing? No weather. No weather. And the weather. And the weather. Oh, the weather was beautiful. Well, for me, it was beautiful. It was in the 25, uh, probably about 20 Perfect. at night. Um, mm. I think it went up to oh. the 30s a couple of days, but I think about 25, 27 thereabouts. Mm. Um, very nice uh, place. Lovely people. Really lovely people. Personally. Without Cloda, it wouldn't have worked because I just, I really had problems trying to orientate myself in Porter because oh, there's yeah. so many streets and there's so much roadworks yeah. going on. And oh. there's, they have a very, very weird system of trying to cross, literally cross a road from one side yeah. to the other. You have to kind of go through three kind of traffic pedestrian systems to get from one side of the road to the I other. I think you make a really interesting point going back a second to go about kind of, you know, um, orientation and just sort of working out where you are in the city. I think as a blind person, I don't know, personally speaking anyway, if you go somewhere new, you're almost, it's almost time to go home when you've started to get yeah. your bearings. Yeah. It's very yeah. difficult if you're only somewhere for a few days. The one thing we found yeah. very, and we should have done this earlier on, is that the metro system is very good. Uh, oh. And we, we should have taken advantage of that because it would bring us, you know, to where we wanted to go fairly fairly quickly mm. and fairly easily. People are listening kind of going, God, is travel okay again? I think travel is. I think I, it is. I think, yeah. they, I, think, yeah. I think they have made it very safe. Yeah. Hey, Jan, is it time for our next guest? Yeah, time. And a special guest, uh, Mr. Ooh. Warren. I, I, yeah. You know, this is the funny thing that uh, you can combine work and uh, private things. Mm. Uh, due to my work, I was um, in touch with a Dutch NGO, a Royal Fisio, and um, um, uh, she was um, having a project in Egypt. Yeah. And then she said uh, she was uh, in touch with the embassy of the Kingdom of the Netherlands. Ooh. And yeah, and there she was uh, meeting up with the yeah with with, with a very interesting person. And uh, I am happy to introduce uh, to this interview uh, Louis. Uh, Louis, highly welcome to this interview. You're very welcome. And, uh, All the way from yeah. Egypt. 
Woo. Yeah, all yes, the way from yes, Egypt. Yes, guys. From thank Cairo. you so much. Yes. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. to uh, to be in the in the in the podcast. Yeah, well, you're very, very welcome, Louis. Well, and and uh, may I ask, because we are all, you know, for Dutch, hey, um, for also for the listeners, you are also a Dutch uh, p- a person. Uh, and and But the Irish people I've learned, Louis, they are always interested also in the weather. Oh, yeah. But what does the weather look like in <laughs> Cairo these days? You know, because that's it's always standard funny. Question. Yeah, standard question. Yeah, I can imagine. No, um, yeah. uh, the weather is brilliant at the moment because normally in Egypt it can be very hot, especially during summer. Yeah. And now we are entering fall and the weather is now perfect. During the day it will be uh, maybe 30 degrees and it cools down to about 22 degrees in the evening. And that's very pleasant, very pleasant, yes. Okay. And you have hardly any rain. Is it a dry heat or is it quite humid? It's, it's, yes, no, 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 no. It's a dry heat and hardly any rain. So you do not need an umbrella like me from the Netherlands. You always walk (laughs) around with umbrellas. Exactly. (laughs) But here you no no you don't do that. It's uh, no it's ple- I I I personally like the weather enormously. Louis, you are working at the embassy of the Kingdom of the Netherlands in Cairo. Uh, what is your position? I'm the first secretary economic affairs, uh, yeah. which means that I assist Dutch companies that would like to enter uh, onto the Egyptian market, so okay. export, import, production, and so on. And on the other hand, I have in my portfolio the private sector development, which is a development cooperation program of the Netherlands, uh, via which we try to assist uh, the private sector in a country to develop in order to create decent jobs, uh, decent salary, uh, which means that in the end people will will pay tax and uh, are more happy than without a job. And so add on to the uh, the sustainable, inclusive economic uh, development of a country. Wow. How long are you in Egypt now already, Louis? Um, almost three years. And and what is your p- normal period of of a, of a stay? Yeah. Um, normally it's three to four years. But the policy oh. of the um, embassy, uh, no, sorry, the policy of the ministry changed. Mm-hmm. And nowadays it's uh, five years on average. Well, so so, so it's it's a busy task, uh, Louis. I must say, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's it's quite yeah. busy, and uh, as I said, I'm uh, wearing two hats. Yeah. So oh. the commercial side and the development cooperation yeah, side. Yeah. And and from the development port, uh, point, did you then meet um, Els de Kaiser from the Royal Fisio? In that way? No, actually not. It's oh. quite interesting, Jan. You mentioned yeah. it already how you met her. But I, um, before I came to Egypt, yeah. Els uh, from Royal Physio uh, visited the embassy. By as the you way, she's also she a regular listener to, to this podcast. Or ah, so that's, oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, so we must mention her, you know. Yeah, she's yeah. a really listener. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can yeah, disclose no, really. you, I will meet her tomorrow evening for dinner. Ooh, so um, that's good. That Okay. But back to the story, Um, she met the ambassador and just before I arrived, the ambassador alerted me that he was in touch with Royal Physio and he asked me whether I was acquainted with the organization. And um, I am because as I lost my eyesight ages ago, I took uh, courses at uh, Royal Physio to learn how to cook as a blind person 
sewing, uh, I learned braille, uh, typewriting. So I was very happy with the organization then, and I still yeah. am, yeah. because uh, not that long ago, I took a course on how to use uh, um, an iPhone with voiceover. Uh, ah. Because, yeah, I mean, if somebody had, somebody else already invented the wheel for you, why would you invent it yourself? So exactly. um, the courses and the assistants are available. So I, uh, I happily took them and yeah. um, it increases my independence, which I think yeah. is very mm. important as a blind person. Have you been a diplomat all your life? What is your career? Uh, because I'm very interested. How, how did you make it so yeah. far? It's really super to hear. Well, I simply uh, did my high school, then uh, did my degree and yeah. applied at the foreign office. I was uh, accepted. And I started working at headquarters and then I moved to, uh, to a number of countries and now Egypt. And so. I worked uh, amongst others in Denmark, in uh, South Africa, in Poland, uh -huh. and uh, a, a number of missions in, in other countries related to my work at headquarters. Yeah, um, yeah. so that's actually the, uh, my career path. I, yeah. I had only one employer, which is the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. What kind of te techniques, techniques do you have? Use, yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, you have to be very charming. And I can't say well, that's, that that's I'm charming. Also, that's, but, uh, <laughs> that's, that's obvious. Yeah, very but, cool. Um, yeah. No, um, <laughs> I, in the period that I did not use a cane, the white stick, yeah. it was more difficult because then you had to explain, sorry, yeah. I can't yeah. see well or whatever. I uh, still have my party cane, which is a very small cane that you can uh, fold. It's a, like a telescope. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Oh, that was the, yeah, yeah, I have that yeah. one as well. Yeah, yeah. What you can put away in your, um, uh, we say in Dutch, colbertje, but what yeah, is it? you can put it in your pocket or whatever. Yeah, pocket. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The, in your, what, I took your suit. I, yeah, I started to take that to receptions to yeah. uh, to show people. Okay, listen, I'm visually impaired. Yeah. But then at a certain moment, I thought, no, 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 no. I have to uh, to make use of the uh, the as we call it the walking stick. Yeah, the uh, long cane. The long and cane. I took yeah. also a course to use it at uh, physio. Yeah. I still mm. remembered it because um, Friday afternoon I got off the tram in my neighborhood and I walked to my flat. And then on Monday morning, I took the same tram, the other direction to the office, yeah. but I used the cane and people in the tram that, that saw me on a daily basis were completely in shock. They said, hey, what happened during the weekend? Yeah. And I said, well, it's not something that happened during the weekend. It's a, it's a process of a few yeah. years, uh, but it's high time that I uh, showed the world that, uh, that, yeah, that I belong to the group of blind people. Exactly. And it made my life so much easier because in shops, on the street, everywhere, people, uh, yeah, they could see already from a distance a blind person yeah. is coming. And also in my work, I always, uh, my cane is, as we would say, uh, my Habibi, which means my friend yeah. in uh, Arabic. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everybody sees, of course, that I uh, cannot see and at receptions. Yeah. Uh, quite often you meet people that you already know and uh, you can uh, sometimes if you definitely have to see somebody you can ask oh could you please point out where mr x y z or mrs abc is 
And yeah, uh, yeah. my ambassador in Pretoria, South Africa, she said, it's so interesting when I'm with you at the reception, all people come yeah. to you. Because ah. a large mm. number of people, they recognize you easily because you always have the cane and there are not yeah. many blind diplomats, I can assure you, in the international yeah. diplomatic circles. Yeah. So they recognize you and they come to ask, oh, how are you doing and uh, can I help you or whatever. So my ambassador at that time, as she was new in the country, she, was she using said, you. I got to know a lot of people yeah. simply because of standing next to you, but they all, they all come to you. <laughs> So um, <laughs> it, it also has something very positive yeah. and uh, people remember you easily. Uh, yeah. That can be dangerous as well, of course, but uh, yeah, look yeah, at it yeah, from yeah, the yeah. positive side. So that's how you get along. Here in Egypt, you have a perfect human infrastructure because yeah. the people are very nice. They are open hearted. They are assistive. So if I walk on the streets with my cane, um, mm. mostly somebody comes up to me and asks, where do you go to? Can I assist you? And they all walk you to, uh, to where you want to go. Really? So yeah. sometimes I wow. feel like a DHL parcel <laughs> because you are brought to one corner yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. call another person to bring you to the second corner and yeah. uh, they make sure that you get uh, safely to the place you want to, uh, yeah, you want yeah. to go. Yeah. Uh, so the 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 um, the infrastructure as such is very bad. Bad pavements, bad roads, yeah. uh, mm. nothing. But uh, yeah. the humans, uh, human infrastructure yeah. completely balances that to a high level. Yeah. And on yeah. top of that, I mean, like all of us, um, I've got the uh, the laptop with the language software. I've got the iPhone with the voiceover an iPad. Yeah. I use a lot of um, devices, mm -hmm. more or less also gadgets uh, for the blind, you know, the uh, the small device that gives an alarm when you fill a glass of water or a cup oh, of coffee. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Um, yeah. The, um, the, the all the small uh, labels with a barcode that you can swipe with your pen friend. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, it, 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 um, it gives you the information what's on the uh, on the barcode, for instance, the title yeah, of a yeah, CD, yeah. the color of the tie or the color of the suit or whatever. Yeah, because that was really a question because ha as a diplomat, it is very keen uh, that you know what you wear in a way. But, but uh, how do you cope with that? So you're using a kind of color detection or, or you have marked your... Um, I marked uh, most of the clothes? things. I, yeah, first, first of all, I always polish my shoes. Okay. And Egypt is a very dusty country, so you have to polish your shoes quite often. But I somehow, I'm very vain, to be honest. So okay. I always look, want to look smart. And okay. uh, so I polish my shoes. I make sure that uh, clothes are matching and so on. And yeah. you can only do that if you mark your clothes. I've got the buttons, you know, with the cross for red, for instance, and the star for blue. And okay. the, uh, the the round for white, whatever. So um, I'm very organized, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's irritating uh, because I can give you one example. Like my parents, they if I would wrap um, uh, a present, I yeah. would take mm. the paper. You take the scissors and uh, the glue to 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 close it or whatever. And then after finishing, I would immediately jump up and put away the scissors on its place, put away the remainder of the, the, the wrapping paper. And my mother would say, 
oh, sit down and sip your coffee and you can do that later. But then I said, no, <coughs> because then I forget oh. and then I don't know where I put it and my flat will be a chaos. Can you please tell me, uh, tell your story to my daughter, please? Because she's <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> She is never yeah. cleaning up. Come on. <laughs> no, I, w I would love to be like that, I think. But um, it's also in my nature, even as I still had my eyesight. I was very uh, okay. tidy. I'm, I'm a very tidy person. Apart from the fact that I'm very tidy, I am a great fan of radio. So yeah. to move to um, audio books uh and not be able to see tv anymore i didn't find that very difficult which yeah. uh was very pleasant of course because to say goodbye to a number of things like bicycling bicycling uh driving your car reading the books in the regular way uh seeing yeah. yourself in the mirror uh, it's quite something but i managed yeah. it quite well because already i was acquainted with uh, the audio uh, life in a way. Do you mind me asking what's your, what's your most used or favorite app or assistive piece of assistive technology that's getting you, you know, through your day-to-day, -day, your day-to-day -day life since you, since you moved to Cairo? Well, I actually do, do not you, use an like? app or something, not as an aid. I mean, I, yeah. I, I use the, the national broadcasting app of, uh, of the Netherlands uh, to okay. see the news and to, to read the newspaper. Do you use a screen reader when you're working, like JAWS or NVDA or anything? Ah, yes, okay. yes, yes. I, I, I make use of a language software, Supernova. Oh, okay. very good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's in, in the, 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 it's, the ministry provides uh, all of us, uh, the visually impaired, with uh, this, this software, this language software. It's in my laptop. Are you using Braille as well, uh, Louis? Or, uh yeah, but not too much. I, I learned no, no, Braille okay. uh, and I all my CDs, they've got uh, the Braille uh, on it. But to yeah. be honest, since I, since I discovered the pen friend with yeah. the barcodes, mm. it's ah. much easier. So um, I do know how to read Braille, but yeah. it, had, it definitely has to, brush, to be brushed up. Do you have also some, uh, for us, a, a really bad moment to share that you feel, oh my God, you know, this was really not really the best thing, or that you really opened up everything, what uh, had a really positive or a negative uh, experience? Well, the positive experience yeah. is, as I said, that uh, people always show a lot of respect. Yeah. And sometimes I find it difficult because those who do not have the have had the opportunity to find a decent job and develop themselves, uh, they are a little bit disqualified uh, from this point of view. But people show respect that you participate mm -hmm. in society, that you have your job, you earn your own income, etc., etc. So that, that, that's a positive thing that mm. people uh, treat you with a lot of respect. But I yeah. think it has also the opposite. What I say, you know, my work as international sales manager, you also meet people and you want to know people or you want to see what people are doing. And that is really what I don't like about being visually impaired. You don't see what other people are doing without asking others. You know, you have not always yeah, your own. Yeah, that's true. Another positive thing maybe is that uh, quite some people yeah. say, oh, oh, you work for the Netherlands uh, government. You work yeah. at, uh, at the embassy. Uh, then I point out and I ask my colleagues to point out, yes, 
And it should be interesting if maybe your country could also see whether they can facilitate uh, mm -hmm. work for disabled uh, people in, in, oh. in, for instance, the, the dip diplomatic service or, or elsewhere. So you can also use it as that we're a little you bit of a guide country, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that also that's maybe the positive thing. You also ask for a very embarrassing, uh, embarrassing well, thing. It's always nice to have a juicy <laughs> moment, you know, in yes, this podcast. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, um, what I find embarrassing if the if you, for instance, for the second or the third time introduce yourself to a person that you already Ooh, met. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, because it's too noisy, you do not recognize the the voices, and you're circulating at the reception, and then there is yeah. a, a group of people talking, and then you simply say, "Okay, hi, can I introduce myself? My name is Louis. I'm from the Netherlands Embassy, and so on." And then the person says, "Yes, yes, we just met." Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. shoot. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's not nice. But they always understand. Yes. Uh, and yeah, uh, and then I said, oh oh, my Habibi doesn't say to me now that I already <laughs> met you. <laughs> and that's and then the, yeah. so that that you can all know. I mean that's that's. Uh, but I find it personally, I find it embarrassing. And what also sometimes happens, then then you say. Oh, ma'am, thank you so much for your assistance. And yeah. uh, it was really great. And what, what, what. And then the person says, um, I'm a male. Oh, <laughs> ah, uh, that's, yeah, that's, oh, 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 yeah, that's all. So, Sorry, for instance, yeah. if, yeah, so <laughs> if, if somebody is, is running into the, uh, the elevator, I would never say, Oh, oh! Let's wait for a sec. Then this gentleman or this 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 uh, lady can enter. But I said, oh, let's wait a second because another person wants person. to enter. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're general yeah. neutral yeah. in yes. this way. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're really enjoying this this discussion, but I want to I want to kind of wrap it up with a few kind of trivia mm. trivia yeah. questions, if you don't mind. Yeah. Oh, ah, ah, yes, oh, sure, 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 sure. Uh, so uh, we're, we're on a, we're on a bit of a what what do you do at home kick because my wife interviewed uh, Jan's wife and um, oh yeah. And yeah. another another listener, Blind Gordon's wife, uh, recently in our previous podcast. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fire this one off at you. Do you do you iron your own shirts? No. Uh, excellent. Yes. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Oren can use that one. I can use Oren, that one. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I must be honest. I only do not iron my shirts because uh, when you live abroad you have yeah. a nice allowance so you can afford uh the uh, domestic who well that's what i need brushes your shoes who uh, irons your shirts who does the <laughs> oh, laundry okay, okay, who okay. cooks yeah. etc i'm very lazy from that point of view if i don't have okay. to do domestic work i definitely will not no, no. do it here's one that jan was gonna ask have you seen a pyramid or touched a pyramid in cairo Yes, or, yes, or yes. Uh, ages ago, because as, as I was posted in uh, in Poland, we were always advised in winter to take a, a holiday, uh, a sunny holiday destination. Ah, so yeah, in two thousand yeah, yeah. and uh, two thousand and three, I uh, I went for the first time to Egypt. Okay. And uh, with my then partner, and yeah. uh, we took a tour of a month in the country, and I indeed oh. I was in the pyramid, outside the pyramid, on oh. the pyramid, uh, touching wow. things. Uh, the, on a camel the, 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 the as well. Wow. On a camel. Were you mm, 
No, no, I'm not an far. animal activist, but I... <laughs> oh, okay, no, sorry, no. sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been once on a camel when I was in Nigeria. That was really... Yeah. But it was not the most pleasant experience, I would say. Well, it, is, uh, no, it is not no, easy. No. I do, I do take the scooter here sometimes. The scooter? I live in ah, the, oh. Yeah, I live in Zemelik on the island uh, in, yeah. the, in the middle of the Nile. And uh, a lot of people are scared of taking the scooter. And, yeah. uh, but I take oh, it I for the that. longer distance. I take the, uh, the taxi. And, yeah. But for the short distances on the island, I take the scooter. Although I must say, I have to buy a helmet because you don't, they don't wear helmets. And that was my dangerous. question, Mr. Louis, yeah, because yeah, yeah, in yeah. Nigeria, we did it as well. And then we were, well, I, oh my God, I have to make a confession. But Chantal is listening and she did the same. We were never uh, using no, helmets as no, well. No. You know? So how and do you Lagos, find driving your scooter? Is that very difficult? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 always in the front seat, and if I get the right directions, and you know the tra the traffic is so chaotic in Egypt, yeah. it doesn't matter whether you go left or right or straight forward. Yeah, you always go into the wrong direction, I suppose. Has Cairo been your your favorite destination so yeah, far? Yeah, because. Yeah. Yes, because I never lived in the Middle East, and I thought, okay, a vacancy. Cairo is a vibrant city. It's a large city, uh, though polluted, but okay. And uh, mm. so I thought, as I saw the position, I thought, okay, I will apply for this position. And it's also related to the fact that I like to work in the economic department. Ah. So, uh, so that was also the reason to opt for, uh, for Cairo. It's a lovely country and uh, the people, as I said, are wonderful. The, uh, the history is interesting. Yeah. Uh, culture is, is there. You've got the Nile, the Nile cruise, the temples and uh, the sun beautiful food, food as well and yeah 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 so uh, it oh. has a lot of advantages i've never been there but who knows for this uh, project with uh, fisio i'm um, i'm able to uh, to make something and then uh, our listeners will uh, will of course hear that that would be yeah. nice well yeah. I, what i will do i will point out tomorrow to uh, else the oh, kaiser yeah. that definitely a second post podcast has to be uh, yeah. has to be recorded on spot so we will do that in uh, we don't have no objections exactly. first class whatsoever no <laughs> no <laughs> louis I, I i i wanted to thank you for this wonderful open interview from uh, live from out cairo uh, uh, where it is wonderful weather and and you're extremely busy also uh, yeah with your uh, with your job but many thanks for your time and uh, for an uh, yeah, for an, um, an uh, we say in Dutch, inkijk. What is that in um, insight? In for some insight. Uh, an insight, in, yeah, an insight yeah. in yeah. your yeah. in your daily yeah. life, work, how you what you oh, uh, yeah what how how you manage. Uh, but amazing. Yeah, Many this thanks. Is great thing about this podcast, we interview people all over the world. It's brilliant. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's also and, uh, and also. Uh, if I may add, I mean, uh, it, it's, it's, I also consider it as teamwork because my colleagues and the yeah. people that are surrounding me and the average Egyptian on the street, I mean, yeah. they are very important for me. And that is yeah. in every country that without my friends, colleagues, uh, family and the people of a country, I would not be able to perform as I can perform now. So it's not mm. only me who does the job, but I think somehow, uh, even though not always people um, uh, acknowledge it for themselves, but they are, yeah, they are all like assistants and like a big team. Yeah. So I hope that, 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 that if all the listeners 
would would see this it it makes life so easy and so pleasant and yep. as i said yep. if you are a nice and charming person yeah uh, you get everywhere in the world many yeah. thanks again many thanks. and uh, hope to meet you good uh, again sometime somewhere all over this globe yeah yes and then we many will say thanks. masalema masalema, masalema. Goodbye. Yeah. goodbye 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 uh, thank you very much louis the only thing I've, I've picked up really, not the only thing, but definitely picked up from that interview, uh, Jan, is that mm-hmm. I think I need a crowdfunding page to see if I can hire somebody to do the new chores that uh, Clodagh is setting for me. Because oh, yeah. maybe Ooh. I should just become a diplomat. He, he, he was, he was great. And I, I wasn't around for that piece, guys, but really great, great piece. And, yeah, and he's, yeah, he sounds yeah. like a lovely guy. Really nice yeah, guy. Yeah, he he's a charming guy. Charming man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's really, yeah. Uh, it was a big honor to have him I love him this explanation show. of him going from, you know, one area to another and being held, you know, like a parcel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, that's the locals kind of <laughs> bringing him yeah. to where he wants to go. It was yeah, very charming people also then on the street there. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah, very it nice was the first time I, I ever uh, met a blind diplomat, you know. But uh, there, there are more, uh, of course. So, so we like to hear also from our listeners what kind of interesting jobs do they have, you know? Yeah, so definitely. Yeah. If you're doing yeah. something interesting, let us know and we we'd get you on the yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And before I forget, folks, I'm gonna plug it again. But we are going. And I'm coming up with my own jingle, by the way. This. Mm-hmm. We do want to hear your tips from uh, a hint. You know, what's your hint? Yeah, uh, we really do. Let's let's spread it around the community. Yeah, small or big doesn't matter. Just you know, send us in an email, send us an audio message, tell us what what gets you you know helps you through the day, and uh, we'll see if we yep. can pass it around. Uh, and next week, not next week, on the next podcast, exactly, you might, you might hear the little jingle that I've prepared. Which oh, not being oh sorry, I thought you wanted one written for you. You don't want no, one. No, 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 no. Oh, ex- no, okay, no, I could be out no. of a job here. I might you be leaving. You could be very well, yeah. I could be leaving. Next, yeah. next show, I might not be here, everybody. So it's been lovely <laughs> to be part of this crew. <laughs> aye, 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 just aye, over aye. a year. Oh, Thank you very much. Your paycheck is at the door. I have a few. I have a few just before I go. I have some TV recommendations. Would you like them? Yes, I would. Yeah. As long as I've got audio description and as they long as it's good audio description. Do you remember a couple of weeks ago I was giving out about Netflix and I was yes. annoyed that there's been, because there's been a few uh, shows come out recently and there's no AD. Yeah. So there's two mm. that are worth looking at. One is called Midnight Mass. Started to watch oh, it last night and I, 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 I didn't, I couldn't really focus on it. So we'll try it again during the week. But it's about a very flamboyant Monsignor who comes to this parish and all sorts of very strange things happen. So that's one one. And like the other scary one is things show, or funny things or? No, kind of scary, definitely weird right. kind of things. So it's a bit oh. of a bit hmm. sort of, yeah, a little bit, a little bit dark, I suspect. All right. Oh, um, so you may, I suspect Clodagh may not like it. Um, well, she and can then, put on a light. The other one is a show uh, on Netflix called Made, and it's about a, um, a lady who escapes um, an abusive relationship and is with her daughter and goes to uh, find work working for rich people. And I'm not really sure what else happens. I just read the, the tagline of the thing today, but it is already described, so I might give it a look during the week or next mm. week. And we'll, my problem at the moment with Netflix is I'm watching about, I've started about five things and haven't finished any of them. Yeah. Oh. Um, so I'm not really sure Funny, what I need to a, do. We're, we're doing the kind of same thing, yeah. It's, yeah, it's very, mm, it's very, very strange position to be in, so yeah. I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and we are getting into the kind of winter where we're watching a bit more TV, so yeah. Um, yeah. it's good that there's some choice. 
we have started watching again the new series of The Morning Show. Oh, yeah, I saw that was coming uh, back, yeah. Which is very well described, I think, in, in, in fairness to it. Uh, mm. But the thing I hate about it is that uh, it's once a week, which I just oh, hate. Apple like TV are always doing that, drip yeah. food. Yeah. And the same with Ted Lasso. Uh, it's mm. the same. We've finished Ted Lasso, but we're on one a week now with the new series. That's but it is that's good as well. Ted Lasso is very good. I have to say, Oren, and maybe you who works in the in that in the sector more, maybe understand the, the reason behind this. But you know, that annoys me, this drip feeding. Like you're paying a subscription. Just give me the show. Yeah. That's why I subscribe. But maybe they have a maybe there's some I don't know what it. they're I, I thought this was the whole thing with streaming services was that they would make a series or whatever and just put it out there. Mm. And now they've seemed to uh, have changed their mind in terms of what they're okay. doing. It seems to be like and, just a television channel, which I don't. And I do want to give a shout out just for people in Ireland here. I'm enjoying Kin on RTE, and Mr. Oren O'Neill is uh, in the background of that show in terms of audio description. Well, and, it's, uh, it's, it's all it's really it's, good. It's Kevin Sherman. He's he's really really good, and so is the whole panel. They've, we've got lots of stuff coming up, and they're doing they really are doing a fantastic job. Um, the other thing I'm watching, which is not which is going to get a thumbs down is Ooh. on Netflix, Jack Whitehall, who's a comedian, an oh. English comedian. Jack Whitehall travels with oh, my, father. my father. I think this is the third or fourth or fifth mm. series. It's mm. not the greatest, but I can, I can, I will not vouch for the audio description. It is diabolical. Okay. Ronica uh, Hicks did not have a hand in that, clearly. She did not have a hand in that, thank goodness. They're going through uh, the UK is their last trip, they said, and they were on a farm in Wales and a sheepdog comes up to, uh, obviously on camera, and you hear the audio describer say, dog. <laughs> dog what? Put it in a sentence, what, what relevance has it got? Hey, dog, None. hey, yeah. hey, dog. So there, there's so. a great example. There's a great example. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, please do, as well as giving us tips, please tell us what you think yep. is well audio described and what is not well and audio described. And if you'd described. like to whinge on the Blind Guys chat, if you send an email, put this, put whinge in the subject and we'll, we'll definitely get to it quicker. Blindguyschat at gmail.com or the Twitter is blindguyschat. And don't forget we're, we're on Facebook as well because I'm always on, told to. We're on the Facebook as well. Facebook yeah. okay. All right, Mr. Lawler, are you ready Hang for, on. yeah? No. We'll hear no. your jingle this Sorry. week, my jingle next week. He's, he's faster than last Sorry. time. Sorry. I'm at the piano now. I, I had Which is oh, weird right, because he's moved. getting older, Jan. Yeah. He should be true. slowing down in his... He's in his... exercising, probably. I'm ex- I am. I'm exercising. Really? It's all this yeah. flight. Now, come on in. Yeah. All right. You, you there? You ready? Yes, I'm yeah? there. Yes. Oh, okay, here we go. Gosh, hey, you're playing Woo! the same. Woo-hoo. Questions and stories and feedback are plenty. Oh, yeah. From all our listeners, <laughs> we have about 20. Only 20. Thank you, dear listener, because we do love you. <laughs> Otis in Baltimore, Derry in Dublin, Gordon in Scotland, and Shay Martin's troubling. Thank you, though, everyone. We love you so. Now let's have more email. Go, Clutter, go! Go! Hi, Clutter. Hi. Hi. How's everyone? Fine. We're yeah. Excellent. Yeah, oh, greetings from Chantal. Greetings from Chantal. Oh, hi Chantal. Yeah. How are yeah. you? <laughs> oh, she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed um, to do that. <laughs> did I did I hear Oren say he was on holidays? 
He was. was, yeah, I was on holidays. He, he yeah. Were you on holidays as well, Tony? I strange. was actually. I was. Oh, on holidays. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? I went to Porto. Oh, uh, wow. And, and uh, very posh hospital in Porto was very yeah, pleasant. That's funny. Yeah. You went up in hospital too, because he did as well. Well, I, I had to hold somebody's hand. Oh, when he was God. Very, very he was sick. Baby. He was very good to hold yeah. my hand. He was extremely okay. sick. When you had the posh hotel? We, were in a posh we hotel. had a seriously posh hotel. It was gorgeous. There was I, I velvet on the walls. Velvet walls yeah. mm. Yes. Mm. And the, the, the people who had to clean the room every day uh, had to brush the, <laughs> brush the Oren's finger marks off the velvet every single day because when he, you know the way he, <laughs> he's, you know the way when you're in a room you don't know and you're vision impaired, you tend to kind of run your fingers along the walls so yeah, that you can just, find where the likes, doors. He just likes feeling velvet. So they were, <laughs> well, there's that as well, I suppose. There is that as well. But the poor women had to bring the brush out every single time to brush the walls down of all his little oh, finger trails. I'd say they were chatting about you in the staff canteen. Oh, I'd say they were giving out about him, right? Did you, learn some, uh, did you learn some Portuguese uh, words? Or, uh, Obrigada. Obrigado. Oh. Yeah, that means you're welcome, is it? No, it means thank you. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> it, actually, okay. it actually means I feel obliged to say thank you. I feel obliged oh. to thank you, but I don't really want to. I don't really want to, yeah. Oh. yeah. So you say obrigado for if you're a male saying thank you to either a woman or a man. Mm. And if you're a woman, you say obrigada okay. to a but woman or a man. We're very confused because sometimes we women were saying obrigado, but I think obrigado might be plural. plural. So if you're saying, I'm not sure, it's very weird. We couldn't quite figure it out, but that's what we were told it was. So well, do you know something, Clodagh? Our lovely mm. listeners, you'd never know. Some of them... They may not, speak they Portuguese. Know. So yeah. let's see what we get Brilliant. back on. Yeah. Bring it on. You never Blind know. Blindguyschat at gmail.com at blindguyschat on Twitter L- and Facebook. Oh, That's true. Wonderful. And all, all of the things. Come here. I have a couple of questions. Good. Oh. Stuart. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. I oh. love you very much. Oh, God. Oh, no, I there's do. something wrong. You know, okay. there's you know a pants <laughs> coming after that <laughs> line. We all love each other, but I know <laughs> there's something... <laughs> Did, yeah. I thought you said you were going to do a new version of the thing with new names on it this Ooh. week. Um, so I've been really busy. Uh, I've been f- oh, yeah. traveling for work yeah. and there's Not lots of bits here. and pieces going on. only two yeah. days. I will be doing a new jingle presently. That's all I can say. Okay. okay. All um, right. Well, mm. we'll, we'll, we'll keep an now, eye on that. That was, that was probably a civil servant answer. Action that for us there, Stuart. Well, that an action. Okay. <laughs> um, brilliant. The other thing is, uh, don't believe a word of what my lovely husband is saying about slipping in his own sweat with the amount of work I have been doing. Oh. I have, oh. I have oh. not. That is a giant puddle oh. of salty nonsense. So it is. Show. That's so nice. No he, ironing, he, no bits. And he pieces. doesn't lift a finger because he doesn't want to chip his fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I will say that Floopy Oren is great fun. So if you ever have the opportunity to be hanging around Floopy, Floopy, Floopy Oren, it is just so much crack. Yeah, it's great fun altogether. Okay, get Floopy Oren so, on the podcast. Floopy. I would yeah. recommend that. Yeah, we should interview him. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get him on as a guest for the next show. Next yeah. time, yeah. next time he goes on holidays, it's a fair bet that he's going to end up in hospital. <laughs> 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 yeah, the, odds, the, whole thing. the odds are good i'd say so listen we have two audio messages this week we got oh, right. one from, oh. from the lovely salim if uh, Oren, um, you'd like to roll web, it there web developer oh, yeah. extraordinaire yeah exactly yeah okay i'll play that in hello blind guys chat salim here oh yes salim hey. you guys are keeping well yeah. i really enjoyed the last episode well, thank you episode 27 Really enjoyed That's it. Right. Congratulations on the anniversary of the Thank podcast. You. Thank you. Just Thank you very much. on the previous episode, uh, episode 26, uh, yeah. Arnold was talking about Kin. That's right. Um, the crime drama. Yep. I'm mm-hmm. actually enjoying that drama, actually. Um, it's I had brilliant. issues with 
the audio description on the RT player on the iPhone. Uh, uh-uh. oh. The way I enable audio description is by, obviously, when you play the p- episode, you need to go to the, I think it says, voiceover calls it um, audio, I think audio options or something like that. Anyway, audio something. Mm. You double tap on that, but that's not going to work. It doesn't work with double tapping. So you have to turn off voiceover, find that icon and touch it. Once the menu pops up, you... Uh, tap on or you can turn on voiceover by, uh, after that and then you can you know um, I think it says uh, I think audio it's uh, yeah, audio described yeah. Yeah. Mm. double tap on that it says great. ticked and then the the menu doesn't go away after that so <laughs> I just double tap anywhere you have to send that off on and to the menu goes oh you can just click the menu on doesn't matter you can you don't have to see it Um, and that's how you enable audio description that's how I did it anyway thanks Celine it is uh, it is a bit yeah it's shameful but um like <laughs> I, I really hope RT was gonna like you know make it accessible. It's yeah. still not accessible. You can get around the, the RT player app, but it's it's not there still. Yeah. I wish they can give it some accessibility love. That would be great. It's a good point. And um, yeah, keep keep up the good work. As I said, you know, really enjoying the podcast. We'll try. Uh, chat to you all soon. Yeah. Good. Thanks a lot. Well done. No. Well, I have to be very careful because I do work for this company. I will say. I agree with you. Yeah. And also, uh, Salim is a working on it. Salim is a um, a user a experience a, a user experience yeah. specialist, an accessibility specialist. Yeah. So he right. he really knows his stuff. He does. Terms of what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, good. So yeah, definitely. Maybe I, I, he could I be not, a, a tester I, for them or something. Yeah, I've I've not used the uh, the iPhone uh, RT player in so long. I've used yeah. it on the Apple TV actually with mixed results, but I must mm. try it again on the iPhone. Okay. Yeah, I'm afraid I, I, I haven't tried it either, Salim, because I just have uh, the audio description switched on on the TV. Because he's got Sky. Because he's got Sky. That's why he doesn't do it. Uh, but thank you for saying you're enjoying it. I shall pass that on to uh, Kevin Sherwin, who's done a second time mentioned on this show. He's doing a really great job. Can I give you a little a little fact about Ken? One of the little just kind of useless facts. Yes, trivia. please. Yeah. My mm-hmm. second cousin, so my cousin's young fella, is in kin and i didn't know this until really? my mum told me yeah he's so he's in the very very first show very first episode the very beginning there's a guy getting on the back of a bike he's in a sweet shop yeah and this guy's name is ben carolyn and he's my second cousin oh, yeah. he and plays glenn glint yeah. metal glint yeah. metal in the 80s glint so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's in yeah he's in well, the show he's heavily featured He's, he's oh. in nearly every episode. I may not. Oh, is he? Uh, oh. Yeah, I, I haven't heard him say it yet. No, I haven't heard him say it uh, yet either. But he's he's always there in the background. I think at the very beginning he said, "Keep the change." Yeah. Well, uh, no, he said. Oh, and no, he was no, buying no, a curly no, whirly no, or says, something, was he? Uh, give us a couple of curly whirlies there as well. Oh, does he? All right. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's that's uh, that's who it is. Ben Ben Carroll is in. Okay. In yeah. It's mm. brilliant. That's yeah. fantastic. That's good. Well, yeah. listen, Salim, thanks for that message. I love yes, getting the voice messages. And we yeah. got another one from the lovely Elaine Anthony's husband, oh, a.k.a. Gordon. Mrs. Gordon, Mrs. Gordon Gordon's husband. Okay. I'm going to call her Elaine Anthony. And Mrs. Blaine Gordon's great. Okay. Elaine, anyways, husband <laughs> is Gordon. And he left us some message as well. So oh, I want to play that ask um, Otis Stroop something, by the way, after this. So just remind me to ask. Okay. For, um, like Stuart? to email us back. Sure. Yeah. He, he's not actually here. No, I know that, but I want to. I want yeah, to ask him a question over the air. <laughs> okay. Just in case you, yeah. Okay. It's, it's like just when Claudia mentioned. Audience on this show no, that I know are sitting that, in the background. We should, though. That'd I be just a want great, to ask him a question. So play, yeah. play Mrs. Blind Gordon first. Yeah. Hi, Blind guys, and of course Claudia. It's Blind Gordon from Scotland here. Hey. Oh. Um, I've just listened to your episode on the women's art. 
And I have to say, it was a great chat. I think the ladies were very, very kind to us indeed. And oh. in the interest of full disclosure, I should probably say that I think Mrs. Wine Gordon has got me confused with somebody else. <laughs> the is, I'm a pretty grumpy, bad-tempered old so-and-so who's always complaining about something. Fit right in then, Gordon. She does put up with me, and uh, she really is a great help, and uh, always tries her very best to make life as easy as possible for me. And I really, you, Mrs. really do appreciate everything that she does, and I'm sure the same goes for, for the rest of us with sighted partners. Oh, Gordon, that's so lovely. Um, Clodagh was also spot on when she said that (laughs) we can talk to other people, that we can share ideas and tips. Not everything works for everybody, but if somebody gives you an idea or a suggestion um, that you've not thought of, uh, it can sometimes make a big difference to to how you get on with life. So anyway, it was a great chat. I really enjoyed it and uh, enjoyed the show as always. Um, I always look forward to downloading that podcast. All the best for now. Speak soon. Oh, thanks, Gordon. Uh, thanks, Gordon. Isn't he thanks so lovely? Gordon. I love his voice. Yeah. He's, um, He's a great guy. Yeah, really Very nice good. guy. And I have to say, I really enjoyed chatting to Chantal and, and uh, Elaine. They were just yeah. so lovely and so generous with their ideas and thoughts. Yeah. And, you know, Open. it's not an easy thing to talk about because you don't want to upset anyone and you don't want to say people don't lift a finger because they don't want to chip their fingernails, but sometimes it has to be said. <laughs> <laughs> but, it was, but it was actually done really nicely. And you covered, yeah, in a short time, delicate. you covered an awful lot of stuff yeah. as well. Yeah, so I was, was amazed. And, and how is the toothpaste go action Brilliant. going on? Oh, do you know yeah. what? I've never no. seen our sinks look so clean. Honestly, I'm yeah. thrilled. It's a horrible, yeah. it's a horrible it's, idea. You see, it's it's, 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 but, it, but it's a really funny one, Claudia, when you it were talking works. about that, because as kids, and this is why I think it'd be interesting to talk to some some people who are congenitally blind, because as blind yeah. kids, we were shown, and it's funny the things they showed us in school, for mm. quite a length of time, how to put toothpaste on a toothbrush, but we weren't shown how to butter bread. Oh, now, that's weird. I know. Oh. I still struggle. I'll say it in this podcast. I don't mind. I still struggle buttering bread. Oh, well, would but you I like can put know. toothpaste like on a toothbrush. Would you like the yeah. first tip? I always want tips. Would you like the first tip? Here's the yes, first please. tip about buttering, buttering bread. Yeah. You buy those Cats little... The ones they get in the hotels. The ones they get yeah. in the hotels. Yeah. And you open, yeah. you open that up and that the little the little foil becomes yeah. your knife. And you that's what I do to, to, to move my butter around the toast, around the bread. Oh. Uh-huh. See, I have a habit of keep, it's all in the middle and I kind of sort of spread it around, but it never quite gets everywhere. Oh. And I mean, I remember thinking they showed us how to put Hang toothpaste, on. which Hold is on a second. Let's, useful. Let's not con the listeners. What you really mean is, what I do is, I ask my maid to butter my bread. I, I, yeah? I do, yes. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. ask one of the many staff. Well, Lauren does anyway. <laughs> the many staff I have. But I did say I wanted to mention something to Otis Stroop, who's a, a loyal listener to the show, because somebody yeah. said to me the other day, you've got to stop saying Otis Stroopy Stroopers. I, I think I call him Stroopy Strooper. <laughs> and Otis, Stroopy. I just want to know, do you mind being called Otis Stroopy Strooper? I think Otis is a serious guy. You he's know? a lovely I don't, I, guy. He's I, a fantastic guy. I love him. But do you know what? I just don't think Stroopy Stroop face. Stroopy, <laughs> Stroopy Mac Strooper. That's what I said. It's... it's <laughs> Anyway, I just, just wanted doesn't. to ask. Just you put know? it out there. Let Otis decide for himself. Oh, exactly. Let okay, him okay. well, he, he can up. tell us. He can yeah. tell us what he yeah. thinks. Oh, there's Listen. the bell. There's the bell, oh, folks. No. Oh, We're oh, way over quick. time this week, uh, oh, yeah, mainly yeah, because yeah. we talk too much about our holidays and our flights. But yeah. thank you for listening. And don't forget, the email is blindguyschat at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Please send in your emails, audio your messages, tips. tips. Please send in tips because I've got to do this new jingle. At blindguys on Twitter. 
Okay, bye. Okay, okay bye. 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 BusyBusyProductions.com